balance was good and strength as well there. Mares has made something of that. It's Mares 2-0 to Leicester City. Back to another edition of the FPL Updates podcast. It's very exciting times. Such a big game week. So get, so big. We're actually recording during the final match of the game week, um, where it's Alexis Sanchez 2, West Brom 0. We're going to have three different guests today. We're going to have Matty Kay, Kurt Yo, and Tom Mella. We'll be speaking to Tom later on. But for now, we've got Matt and Kurt. Hello, guys. Hello. Hi, everyone. So, um, before we get into some talking points, let's get into how your game weeks are going. Obviously, we're seeing a lot of triple-digit scores. Matt, how's the game week panning out for you? Um, well, it's going really well. Um, Dean, I, I decided against using bench boost this week. Um, purely because it's a great week. It's a great week to use the bench boost, but I just think it's a better week to use the triple captain. So I went down that triple captain route um, and triple captain Sanchez, and he's well, he's technically on a hat trick. Well, he's got a hat trick at the moment over two games with a lot of bonus points and uh, other stuff. So yeah, he's, he's on for 75, 75 points with that. Um, total points will be around 170 at the moment. So yeah, it's going really well, but not like my season. My season's going terrible. So this is a, a an anomaly to my season. Is this is this game week? Thank, thank God, it's very welcomed. <laughs> well, Kurt, <laughs> Kurt, Matt's tri- Matt triple captained uh, Alexis Sanchez. I mean, surely you haven't captained Sergio Aguero, have you? <laughs> oh, oh, you, you wouldn't believe it, but I have in fact been the uh, the sweats. <laughs> And cap- triple captain Sergio Aguero, who has got me 78 points, which is over half my 153 points so far, hoping Koscielny can keep a clean sheet or score a few goals to add up even higher. Also got Kane and Ali in the team and, you know, sort of had a feeling in my head to not triple captain De Bruyne over Aguero and that went well. I also had a feeling to leave Mares and Simpson on the bench and with... Um, both of them not really doing that well compared to my defenders that I picked and also the midfielders that I picked. I feel like I've, this has probably been my best week so far out of all the rest of them. So probably the least life anomaly so far. A lot, a lot of good feelings you got there, Kurt. Do you mind sharing some of them in future and then maybe we'll all profit from them? <laughs> <laughs> so you both used your triple captain chip. Do you want to just give us both a little bit more details as to why you haven't used bench boost or... Maybe you've got it in mind for, for later on. Matt, I know you've got a little, a little plan with your chips. Yeah, well, as, as I said, I, the, this is a great week to use your bench boost. I'm not going to lie. I mean, rotation came into play, but I think that's going to be the case for every single game we left of the season. For me, you had Arsenal. They had back-to-back home games against Palace and West Brom, two very out-of-form sides. You had um, Man City who were coming into form away from home. Uh, they weren't doing that too much at the start of the season, in the middle of the season, but they are doing now, and they were playing Chelsea, who were a week at the moment. Gus hit it. He just seems to be having a bit of a play around with his team. So, yeah, there were going to be goals in that game. I didn't think it was only 3-0, but I thought there'd be a lot of goals, and then obviously against Newcastle. So I think there were just too many, and, and Liverpool as well, there was too many good games not to use the triple captain. And when you look at the other game weeks, the game weeks that are left, I don't think there's that much... Um, on offering game week 37 for your triple captain you've got Payet at home I know you'll be a fan Dean you've got Payet and, and the rest of the West Ham boys back to back home games but you know apart from that there's, I, I can't really see anyone else Liverpool's in there but they're going to be rotating there's no way they're going to field a full strength squad against Watford in the first of the double game week so I, I just don't think there's an, enough 
good games left for the rest of the season and not to use triple captain this week, which is why I used it. And it, it's turning out well. What about you, Kurt? Have you still got that bench boost with 37 in mind? I would have, apart from back when I... Well, first started doing this season, you know, the chips were a new thing uh, at the start of this current season we're going through. And uh, right at the start, I'd look at it and think, oh, I might play this, but I'd forget. And at game week six, I turned my bench boost on, and I meant to turn it off, but I didn't. And the game week started... And about three minutes after the deadline was, I checked my team to turn it off and it started. And I got 56 points that week, two of which from my bench because three players picked up injuries and didn't play, which was company, Joe Gomez and David Silva, like literally like right before the game week started. So I don't actually have a bench boost left because I forgot to turn it off, in honesty. Can you so I don't that? have any plan for that, it. Matt? It sounds like excuses. <laughs> Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm checking the fixtures from game week six. Uh, yeah. It doesn't look quite tasty, actually. Show you didn't me. But yeah, it's a little bit like la- uh, last season, isn't it? Was it the, the current champion? If he's listening, he's going to hate me for this. But he he um, meant to play his wild card and he forgot to press the wild card chip. Then he took a minus 52 point <laughs> in, in one game week. Um, so yeah, I think it's easy to make these mistakes with these chips, especially because you've got to press it twice, haven't you? You've got to uh, activate bench boost and then confirm your team. A lot of people I know this week have meant to play the bench boost and forgot to confirm it, so it's not gone through. So yeah, yeah you've got to be careful. Well, if he was if he was the champion, I think you can't really argue. Maybe he did that on purpose. Maybe he had something up his sleeve. Try to let someone else have a chance. Yeah, just make, well, it, look, yeah. make it look competitive. Yeah, it, it, yeah. Credit to him, he did change his Twitter um, profile to minus fifty two. So. <laughs> <laughs> So we've, we've seen Alexis Sanchez score. It's actually four games in a row now the Chilean international has scored in. Kurt, do you think Alexis is one to have for the uh, for the run-in, despite Arsenal's lack of title charge? I think so. I mean, a lot of people, obviously, as soon as a big player doesn't score for a few games, you think, oh, he's lost it. But he had a lot of injuries at the start of the season. I feel like now it's the first time where he's had a good run of games where he's playing constantly, like starting, playing 90 minutes. And you look at the fixtures he's got. I mean, he's scored against Watford. I mean, he scored against West Ham. Um, I'll leave that where that is just because I feel like there's a bit of bitterness towards that result as a West Ham fan. He scored against Palace. He scored two against West Brom. And you look at the look at the fixtures coming up. You've got Sunderland away, who are atrocious at defending. You've got Norwich, and, well, there's no point even talking about the defence. It's non-existent. Man City's defence is probably the worst it's been in well, since they've been bought. And Aston, well, do I need I say more of Aston Villa? So, for me, although he is £11 million, a very expensive player, you're paying for a good amount of points every week. So, for me, he's a must-buy. What about you, Matt? Because the thing with Sanchez at the start was that he had that Copper America and people thought he was going to be tired, you know, don't get him at the beginning, but he seems to be, when he's on it, he's on it. Yeah, definitely, and, and similar to what um, Kurt just said, you know, he, he's kind of, he's fresh, he's not going to be rotated, he's, he's going to play the 90 minutes because he's fresh, because he's not played those games in mid-season, like, you know, Ozil, he's, he's tailing off in his form, because he's, he's just been hammering it every single game, so because of Alexis's injury, I think he's coming into this really, really, um, you know, loads of energy, and he's got 
more time on the ball, that kind of thing. But if you look at his shots on target, you know, in his last six matches, he's had more than any other midfielder, and he's in his rival in some forwards as well, and that's where you're going to get your points from. The likes of uh, Lukaku and Diego Costa, even Agallo now, a lot of people like the look of Mitrovic. These kind of strikers, he's got more shots on goal than any of those than any of those um, strikers. There's only four strikers that beat him, and that you know the usual suspects: Kane, Sturridge, Aguero, and Carroll. So yeah, I think. You need him for the rest of the season, despite his high price. Is worth that. Uh, what is he now? Nearly 11 million. It must be getting close to that. Um, so yeah, I think you need to work out how to get him. With um, maybe you're going to need a few hits. So I've got I've got some bad news, guys. Really bad news. There's only there's only there's only seven fixtures in game week 35. I know you're disappointed, but. <laughs> How do you go about planning for a smaller game week? There's been so much hype about the big game week, but this is a more niche game week. We've got the the top four, all with relatively easy games. Kurt, is it just a matter of getting your Leicester, your Spurs and your Arsenal boys in? Or is it more to it than that? (laughs) Uh, Well, rather ironically, the last last time I was on this podcast was right before the... uh, I can't remember what game week it was, but there was like four games or something, a ridiculous amount like that. And I remember saying that I my tactic for it is just play for the big game weeks and then just hope you don't get hit as bad in the lower game weeks. Luckily, I've got 10 players that I can field um, without taking any point hits in this coming game week. So it's literally just looking to see who my team is going to be the best captain and just hoping I don't get um, you know beaten too badly by those around me. So, Matt... Despite the, the the big four playing, you've got Aston Villa playing, who is is, is arguably like playing uh, a championship side. No offence to Leeds United. So do you think someone like Sadio Mane would be a much better captaincy cha- uh, shout than uh, say uh, a, a Riyad Mahrez? Because Villa have nothing to play for. They can't even finish 19th. Mane, Pella, Tadic. When they're on it, they're doing okay. So do you think we should be looking at teams who've got nothing to play for, or still the best teams in the division? Well, I mean, yeah, whoever's playing Aston Villa, they're, for me, they're the first team I look at when I think about captains. Uh, I don't look at the top four. Look, who are Aston Villa playing? Let's have a look to see if I've got any players in that team. And Southampton, you know, they can score a lot of goals. I think the the, the, the choice there, though, is Pella. Um, there's something about Mane. I mean, yeah, it, it, one, one game it can get like three goals or something daft, and then he'll go... 10 games and he won't get anything so I'd be wary about about that but yeah I mean I, I, I can't look past past the big four again um, I mean my team's loaded up with all those players so I'm hoping that they continue with this run I mean we're going to see rotation with Liverpool that, that awful word that we're hearing a lot about at the moment but yeah apart from them I don't think we are going to see much more of it um, but yeah I mean regards to how you plan for a week, a week this small is you know Literally, that is the word plan. You need to, you need to, you need to plan for this three three game weeks ago because we all knew it was coming. Um, and there were some teams that double in game week 34, the current game week that don't even play in 35. And you had to be mindful of that when you were choosing your selection. Um, unless you've got a wild card now, I suppose that's the only way you can get out of it. But yeah, um, I wouldn't say don't buy Pella for that game week. Um, it is a really good choice, but you would have to drop, you know. Aguero, Kane, Sturridge, uh, even Vardy. We've got one. He's, what? He's one game ban, but he'll be back after that, won't he? So it's been difficult. Kurt, who are you going to captain? 
as much as I feel like Mares has not been himself last few game weeks and he hasn't been as good as he was at the start of the season, banging in goals, assists. I mean, his total at the moment is 16 goals, 11 assists. He hasn't really improved on that in the past few game weeks. I don't. Southampton, Aston Villa have got absolutely nothing to play for and half their team being demoted to under-21s or smoking um, um, shisha pipes, wherever they want. I mean, no. I'd no love to see on the FPL game, you know, there. just 25% available smoked shisha. Wouldn't that be wonderful? <laughs> smoked shisha. But, but Lister, with the two-all draw against uh, West Ham and the lack of Jamie Vardy going against Swansea, I feel like a player like Riyad Mahrez has to step up at the top of the pitch because... No one can do Vardy's job. I mean, Ajoa is well, nowhere near as fast. Nokazaki, if you move off Okazaki trying to do Vardy's job, you lose Okazaki doing Okazaki's job. So Mares is probably going to be at the player, if they're going to win that game, to step up where Jamie Vardy leaves the hole because lesser tactic, a lot of it like goes around Jamie Vardy, through balls towards him, him running past the defence, you know, breaking the offside trap. And I feel like Mares this game week, if Leicester are to win the league, will need to step up. And I feel like this week he could put in probably one of his best performances of the season. So Mares. See, that's interesting because I don't know. Do you remember what the score was when they played in Swansea? Uh, no, I don't. I look. Three 0 to Leicester, and it was a Riyad Mares hat trick. So. Well. <laughs> coincidence? Go. I think not. <laughs> it's the feelings of Kurt Yo again. Right. <laughs> Are you, are you going to go for Mahrez as well, uh, Matt? You know what? I, I was thinking of selling him, so this is completely contrasting, whoa, isn't whoa, it? Whoa, 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 you can't do yeah. that. No, 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 I, no, no. I, I've had him since the start, you know. I've not I've not sold him since since the start of the game. But I'm a completely different opinion, um, Kurt, because if it's not scored at home this season. Some, uh, sorry, this that's that's rubbish. He's not scored at home this year, um, and I just think that yeah, he will have to step up. But Aloha will take that position, or or uh, Okazaki, and I just I just he's been disappointing in some of his um, performances, and his stats are dropping off. I just I, I have no faith in him, so I'd probably say no, definitely won't be um, captain in Mares. I'm not going to sell him now because I found another way to get Kane, uh, but Kane would be my captain definitely. I think Kane is another option, the fact that they're yeah. searching for the, the title off Leicester and the fact they're playing at home to West Brom, who, as we're seeing tonight, are not that good at playing against big teams away from home. Well, to be honest, yeah. they're, just, they're just not good at playing football, really, West Brom. So that's a <laughs> story. Um, and it's a, it's a Monday night game as well. We all we all love the Monday night. We so do. That, we do. That's my main reason, to be honest, so I can watch it. Let's have a quick word on James Milner, who's got more assists in 2016 than Mahrez, than Ozil, than, than most players, really. What have you made of him? It's been a bit surprising, really, hasn't it? Yeah, he's, 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 a, lot, he's a lot more attacking lately, isn't he? And he's taking those corners, he's taking free kicks, he's getting more involved. I think recent, um, early in the season we saw him much more reserved, much more... Um, you know, back doing a more defensive job. But he's been given a, a, lease, of, a lease of life, really, and... and you know, and now he's he's one of those players that could be rotated every game week because he's one of their strongest um, strongest eleven. It's obvious that Klopp he's got two sides, hasn't he? He's got he seems to alternate alternate his eleven from game to game. So yeah, I think what is he six point seven? Six point five million. Six point five million. So yeah, he'll rise. He'll definitely rise. And um, yeah, he's getting all those assists. He's doing well. Ex Leeds as well. <laughs> so what matters? Just to, just so to what shove matters? that in there. Yeah. 
We've spoken about Liverpool's rotation. What about Manchester City's rotation? They're playing Real Madrid. Kurt, do you expect the big boys from City to be dropped? Well, I think we saw it. Uh, I can't remember what um, right before the PSG um, midweek fixture. I think it might have been um, West Brom they played. A lot of them were rested in that game to, for the PSG one. And I feel like they will rest the big players, but it will only be a few of them. I feel like Yaya Torre might not play. I feel like they might leave De Bruyne out. I still feel like Aguero will play because I think it's you know, shown this season that, well, if you look at Harry Kane, he hasn't you know not started a Premier League game and they had Sunday, they had Thursday game weeks um, you know, with Spurs um, in the Europa League. Earlier on, it's just, <laughs> just it's disgusted. <laughs> I'm just oh. watching the Arsenal game as we were uh, waiting. It's You're still two nil. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, they, they are still all over West Brom though. Ramsey, you know, he could be, he could be sneaky, can't he? Yeah. I don't know yeah, I quite like Ramsey. As a, a player in general, I mean, well, uh, oh, I'll look at how much he's worth. Again, you know, he's, he's oh, not seven point eight million. Is it all? I'm selling Monreal as well um, this week, I think, which is going Mon- to be painful. Monreal is a safe bet for a clean sheet, though. If you're an Arsenal fan, I know. Do. I know, but I, I just need Kane, and it's difficult. I have to downgrade someone. And it's either Mares, Milner, Payet, or Monreal. So, <laughs> Payet, maybe? I don't know. So, Despite yeah, the fact he's a, a bit off the boil at the moment compared to the usual Payet, I mean, it's not worth the risk. I mean, you get him a free kick anywhere between, you know, one yard yeah. and 70 yards out from goal, he could put it in the back of the net. Yeah, true. That's that's what I keep thinking. and um, Which is why I'm looking to defence, because I have no luck with defence, honestly. Um, well, I've got, as I say, I've got 166 points. I'm good yeah. when you two are. Okay. Yeah, ready. Right, and I'm delighted to be to be joined by Tom, uh, Tom Meller, Leeds United supporter, who was on the first ever podcast, and now he's back because you loved him so much. Welcome, Tom. I'm back. I am back. <laughs> so, Tom, I asked Kurt and Matt about how their double game weeks were going. How about you? Just so, just so you know, so you know what you got to live up to. Matt triple captain Sanchez and Curtis triple captain Aguero. Uh, How's your week gone? Ah, uh, uh, you're killing me. Um, I'm on 104 points and Monreal is. Oh no, I'm on 119 points now. I've just refreshed it because Monreal has just got a clean sheet and he's my triple captain. Don't ask why I did it. What? I thought I'd take a risk. Monreal. Because, because <laughs> I've I've already won my trip my personal league, so I thought I might as well rub it in the faces a bit by going. I put Monreal's captain. I'm still going to win the league. So I did it like that. It was it, it was one of them. But to be fair, he's sat 24 points at the moment. So if it stays like this, it's not a bad decision. I mean, I was going to do Aguero, but we'll keep that quiet. I was, I was also <laughs> going to do I was also going to do Payet. So you know, Monreal at the moment, 24 points. It's not bad. I mean, it's a I good ca- risk. I captained De Gea, but I didn't triple. I was so tempted to uh. yeah. I was so tempted to triple captain a Man United defender, but. The only one was small and that's guaranteed to play, and I couldn't afford him. No, it was more of a, you know, rubbing salt in the wounds one. That I wasn't serious. I, I'm not going to finish first or anything, but I'm winning my personal leagues where the pride is, so that's where it's, that's the decision. And Tom, who, who, which, which strikers have you got up front 
if it is free striker. Yeah, it's, it's the most popular free, Vardy Wayne, but obviously I recently took Vardy out for Jermaine Defoe. Oh, that's a shout. That's a shout, because a lot of people are going for... It is, it is. A lot is. of people are going for Sturridge. Why have you picked Jermaine Defoe? Sturridge? Well, he's cheap yeah. for a starter. Yeah. He's playing in the in the next game week, where a few aren't. That means I've got 11 players playing. And they need goals. Their season isn't finished. If you put a player like Igalo in, whose season's finished, it's risky. It is already all these as a... Defoe is it? Defoe's still got it. And it's main Defoe. He scores goals every time he plays. You know that's a possibility. So that's my thinking behind that. And, and I've asked the other two out. Game week 35. It's smaller. Would you pick a player yeah. from Leicester and Spurs? Or... Oh, Leicester and Spurs. I'd probably go for a Spurs defender against West Brom at home. West Brom don't score many. I'm thinking that's a free clean sheet. Leicester, it's a tough one because... You don't know how that West Ham result's going to affect him. It, this could be the start of the end for Leicester, or it could be, you know, I don't know. But I know that Spurs are on a roll. I'd definitely go for a Spurs player if I was going to give you a choice. Well, that's interesting, because, Kurt, I'm going to ask you one of the questions sent in now from Seattle Sound 135. Can Seattle Sound 135 get away with no Spurs players? What, for the rest of the season? Indeed. Well, it depends if you you want to take FPL seriously and you actually want to get up there in the rankings or not. <laughs> that settled that one. <laughs> to, yeah, to be blunt about that it, I mean, you look at you look at Spurs this week. I mean, I've got Alderweireld as a defender. He's picked up a clean sheet. I've got Deli Alley, who is still only 6.2 million. He picked himself up a nice two goals against Stoke, and their running isn't too bad to be honest. When you've got you know the likes of West Brom, Chelsea, Southampton, and Newcastle to play, and then up front Harry Kane. I mean. The only other option you've got is Clinton and G, and I don't think he even yeah. exists anymore. So, oh, he's the other striker right. they've got, but he's never really played. He's got one assist yeah. this season. I know that, but that's I think, about it. I think, the, I think the beauty of Spurs this season is the running doesn't really matter. I think they can beat anyone. I think they're good yeah. enough to score goals past anyone. So usually yeah. I just look at the next couple of fixtures. With Spurs, does it really matter? They're that good well, the this year. Is they have Newcastle away, and Newcastle are fighting yeah. their lives. Yeah, I think that might be end to end. Be a great watch. Right, another question is here. I'll throw it at you, Tom. Keith Robertson, best triple captain if you haven't used it yet. Monreal. Well, you've got to look at game week thirty-seven, haven't yeah. you? Have a double game week. anything, West Ham are playing twice at home. Oh, yeah. You see, Payet loves it. Maybe big Andy Carroll. You know, he's on fire. Well, well, Take a risk if you've got him. I mean, you've got to have him in the first place, actually. But I like taking risks. But if you're taking it dead, dead seriously, Payet, most people already got him. Maybe Firmino. Maybe someone along with Coutinho. Watford at home, Chelsea at home. Yeah. Two seasons are already done. Liverpool are on an absolute roll at the moment. Klopp won't want to, you know, take games easy. Some some Firmino or Payet, I'd say. I'd, bellowing the um, thing you said earlier about Defoe, quickly, I've also brought Defoe in for Lukaku, as Lukaku's double game week has been a shambles. I think Defoe's not a bad shout, because yeah, you've got to look at Everton, who's defending this season has been atrocious, and you've got Chelsea, who have nothing to play for, and I think they'll be without Thibaut... They might be without Thibaut... No, I don't think they will, actually. But either way... 
two teams that you could score a lot of goals against and with them probably still fighting for their lives at that point, I think Defoe could do a lot of damage. Now, guys, Harry Lynch has sent in, has yeah. sent in a question where, you know, in life, when you get those really, really bad situations, you know, sometimes you're on a desert island with no water. Sometimes you, your car runs out of petrol. Harry Lynch would like to know, how do I survive the rest of the season without Aguero, Kane or Vardy? Tom. What's he done wrong? <laughs> he <laughs> he must have capped him on Real. I'd... Right, uh, <laughs> what would you say to him? Yeah, he must have captain Monreal. I would probably Defoe, maybe Rashford or Martial. Um, maybe, oh, def- yeah, you're going to struggle. You've got to pick the players that are in form. They're obviously going to be cheaper than Aguero. You're going to have money cheaper than Kane. Probably Defoe, maybe Rashford, and maybe, hmm, maybe someone like. I don't know. I mean, I could just think of Defoe and Rashford. I can't think of another. You've got to have one of them free, yeah. haven't you? Surely. Yeah, he's, he's he's clearly gone wrong quite considerably somewhere, hasn't he? He must have had Lukaku in somehow, and he's failed. <laughs> Lukaku's failed him. Let down. Tell me about it. Yeah. yeah. Kurt, I've got a question here from to- Toby Collett, who would like to know: Will we see scores of over 150 in game week 37? Uh, it's it's possible, but it's quite difficult because I think you look at the fact that a lot of teams that are playing this week or double game weeks this week won't have bigger, you know, that bigger score. I mean, you know, you've got the Man United defence that are easily getting two clean sheets. Now they've got to play against the Norwich who are going to be fighting for their lives and the West Ham who are looking in decent nick at the moment. Then you've got Chelsea, you have nothing to play for. Liverpool, you, you, are you going to get the two, you know, Two teams that play exactly the same each, you know, time they play because at the moment it's looking like they're switching out around in every position. So you get a few players that start. I, don't, I think there'll be a few, but the average score will be a lot lower than this game week. Now, Tom, just before you came on, Kurt was speaking to us about how he accidentally used bench boost. So it, so he wasted that chip. <laughs> he, he did genuinely waste it. Tom, where do you stand on bench boost? Are you saving it for 37? It's, uh, yeah, it's ready to be used. I'm, I was planning my um, 37, trying to get as many double game weeks as possible, and then Jamie Vardy got sent off. So I've had to obviously take Vardy out, but I've put Defoe in. I'm using it for 37. My next two transfers will be for players playing twice, and I've worked it out. I think I'll have 23 players playing, if you work, if you say it like that. So should go well, should get high score, should get green arrows doing that. Is Monreal one of them? Monreal <laughs> will be there. He will be there. He's on 24 points at the moment. You can't fault you can't, that. <laughs> you can't. Fair play. I mean, it, more than what Lukaku would have got. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, not, that's not bad. Right. Oh, hello. Hello. Yes, Kurt's just... For those who are wondering if Kurt was making excuses, he wasn't. He wasn't. I generally wasted my bench wasted. boost on game he week six because I forgot to turn he it off. I know you can't see his team, but he did genuinely waste it. Genuinely did. <laughs> like if I did that, I'd be kicking myself. Kicking myself. Do you remember Joe Gomez? That seems like a long time ago. Yeah, it was yeah, a long time ago. I'm looking at Gomez for Swansea. That was Gomez and Ayu. Everyone thought oh. that was the future. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How long ago was that? Oh. Now, boys, very interesting. We see clubs now who are technically, should we say, their season's finished. I don't know, you could put Watford, 
Swansea, Stoke yeah. into that bracket. Is this a time to plan for the for the summer and for next season? You know, looking at who's got real star quality when it doesn't matter, or do we just simply ignore these teams, Tom? Um, I think it's tough because you don't know who's going to go in and out. So someone could go out, someone could come in pushing someone else out. It's a tough one. There's obviously some players you can look ahead at. So, for example, maybe someone like, for Watford, you know Troy Deeney's still going to be there. You could maybe plan for someone like him or Callum Wilson, who we've already seen can do it well in the Premier League. Obviously got injured, but you know he's going to be fairly cheap next season and you know he's proven to score quite a few goals when he's active. So there's obviously the odd player here and there, but you can't guarantee they'll be playing with the transfer market. It'll be so active. It's a tough one. What about you, Kurt? Where do you stand? Because you're never, ever going to put someone like Shakiri in your team now, are you? But in the summer, as a start for next season, you may well do so. The interesting thing about this season is the fact that not only can we look at, you know, maybe who's doing, like, who would do well next season, who might be starting next season, because you, know, you might see teams like Everton, like Watford, think, like, I've done, you know, we could have done much better this season. Now we can push on, try and get European football, same with Stoke, same with Southampton. I think with the Euros as well, I think it's, you know, vital to take especially close eye to who plays well. And if, you know, because we've seen, I think we saw the World Cup, there was a few goalkeepers like, um, uh, I can't remember, a few goalkeepers that played very well and got moved to big um spanish teams and yeah, yeah. if a player is doing like really well in the euros with a quite you know not uh, an unknown status around the moves to a premier league team might be worth just keeping an eye on them for the start of the season yeah you took the words out of my mouth on that one i was gonna say yeah the euros is a good way of looking at players maybe getting a bit of scouting in for fancy football i mean i did that with the world cup see west ham did it with someone like enna valencia you know they brought him straight in and Quite a few put him in on the back of the World Cup. So, and for example, quite a while ago, Chicharito, he had a great World Cup. Loads oh, of people yeah. put him in fancy football. So, same with Dioro, same principle. Kurt, have we missed a trick with Gilfie Sigurdsson this season? Because his stats for 2016 are quite phenomenal considering Swansea's position in the league. Uh, it, it's a tough one because he. He's so hot and cold. I think in 2016, literally, I'm looking at his history and from the 2nd of January when he played, it seems as if he's just sparked into a new sort of person. I mean, before his previous seasons, he was getting more assists than goals. Maybe that I think there was one um, 2013, 2014 where he got more goals. And this, you know, 2016, he's become more of a goal scorer than a goal creator. I've brought him in just for the fact of I think Swansea might still be looking over their shoulders a bit. Got a few, you know, big games. So if it does happen to be they're in a position of a quite a predicament, he will score a few points. But I feel like it, the time, maybe the time's come and gone for everyone wanting points from Sigurdsson. I feel like might get the odds assist or goal, you know, at the end of the season. But there's not going to be much more from him. No, boys. Just to finish. Um... Well, you probably have seen today the team of the season was announced. What, what has been your highlight of the season? Well, I'll go to both of you. Start with Tom. Tom, what's been your your highlight this season? It's been a very, very exciting season. You know, a lot of clubs predicted for mid-table right up there and a lot of clubs predicted to be right up there in mid-table. So, Tom, personally to you, what's been your, your highlight? Whether it's the Premier League highlight or, or a highlight that has made your FPL score go 
increasingly up because of a magical moment. What's been your highlight? Well, if this Arsenal game finishes 2-0 and Monreal finishes on 24 points, <laughs> it will be that. <laughs> but, oh. but I think I think for me it's got to be having Aguero as captain, five goals against Newcastle. I don't think I've had a score like that since Suarez. So that was brilliant. They just kept scoring and scoring and scoring. He's there as my captain, getting eight points a time. You know he's going to get six bonus points. That was just a funny moment that, obviously, a bit of regret not triple captaining him, but I'm not psychic. So <laughs> not, I, didn't know if, I didn't think he'd score five That'd goals. That was good enough. Yeah. What about you, Kurt? Oh, for me, he's um, my favourite moment. has been probably game week six. I mean... That for me was a highlight of my season, getting you know, you know a huge you know chip played and getting just two points from it. But um, I think the 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 way that everyone the, the how teams started. I mean, because when I looked at game six, I thought I'll just casually look at you know game week one. I think the whole season in general has been a highlight because you look at the players of, that you consider you know going to score points every week. You've got Ivanovic, Hazard, and Costa as the three Chelsea players that you'd got. All three of them, or Hazard especially, have underperformed dramatically, and there's been players that maybe you wouldn't have, or wouldn't have ever thought of, are coming out of the limelight right now, like Deli Alley coming out of nowhere, and there's other players like that too. And I think just the the fact that it's been such an unpredictable season for you know player-wise has been probably the best highlight. I mean, be more vague, but that's going to be <laughs> the end of this week's podcast. Thanks to the two gentlemen at the moment for coming on and also thank you for Matt coming on earlier on cheers guys for coming on hope you liked it thank you very much yeah, yeah. thank you for having me and um, make sure you tune in next week because it'll be just as good see you next time see ya see you later